Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Time now for the Six Rings Post Game Show. Breaking down everything Patriots. Now, here's Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. We all need to play better. Yeah, we, so we all need to coach and play better. Hour number two of the Six Rings Post Game Show here on Boston Sports Original WEEI. Fitzy and Hart got you till 7.30 tonight. At what point, we will throw it over Sunday Night Football on Westwood One. And that was uh, Bill Belichick, Coach Bill Belichick, in his very brief, predictably terse, none-too-informative presser at the end of the game. He stepped on much earlier than we expected, probably about 15 minutes after the game was over, which might be the quickest, at least in the time that I've seen him, take to the podium uh, since we started doing the postgame show Last year, Andy, uh, he did not definitively say Mac Jones would get the start next week. Now, he probably has not had time to, quote, look at the film. He'll probably need to speak to his other coaches and do some evaluating. But he didn't immediately say, yes, Mac is our starter or pleased with that conversation. He didn't do the eye roll and the sigh he did to Giardi nine years ago on the Tom Brady thing on Monday Night Football. That, of course, was an all-timer. So, hey, for all I know, that could very well be up in the air. Do you believe, before we get back to our phones here, Andy, that Mac Jones will be the starter next Sunday when the Washington football team joins us at Gillette? Yes, but based on the way they've managed the quarterback situation this year, what the hell do I know? I mean, I still think Mac's the best quarterback. I don't think they have another option who's close to better. Will Greer was the emergency again today. Malik's back on the practice squad. I mean, who would you start? If you wanted to bench Mac, who are you starting? Zappy? I don't, I don't particularly want to bench Mac, but when Mac makes a play like that that absolutely derails the game, yeah, I mean, other people, usually, of course, it's rookies, 
But in this case, I know he's a third-year player. He's still making mistakes. Like, this was not one where it's like, blame the offensive line or terrible play caller. What do you expect with the talent around him? Kendrick Bourne was open. If he anticipated him getting open that quickly, or if he had a stronger arm and stepped into the throw, he himself admitting that he didn't step into the throw, how much longer are we going to be okay with these mistakes? Are we going to have to keep accepting accepting them because he's the best we got? Earlier this week, everyone was like, oh, we're definitely going to pick. I can definitely see the Patriots picking up the fifth-year option. Now let's start talking about uh, giving Mac Jones a Daniel Jones contract. Who said anything about picking up the fifth-year option? I heard that on the uh, afternoon program. Holy sucker is born every day comment that is. Good Lord. I can't believe somebody actually said that publicly and without being forced to via gun or something. Somebody said that? My mm-hmm. God. What a world we live in. I Talk know. about the Harvard A there. He wins one game and we're going to hand him out a f- freaking option. All right. we are. Mac will be the first of our many people that we quote, need to have a conversation about today, but let's welcome back into the conversation some of the fair listenership here of WEEI. All right, we're just going to try to be uh, as fair and equitable as possible. I'll grab you in the order that you called because the lines, much like the roads, are jammed. And Load them up. And ain't, ain't happy. Mike is up in Maine. What up, Mike? Hey, what's going on, guys? Um, How are you? As you guys have been uh, talking, I was just like the first caller just kind of thinking about this. And you guys have mentioned uh, one word for the team. Yes, sir. Uh, and that word, I think, is going, for me anyway, that word is going to be Amway. And the reason why I would say Amway is because Amway. It's, full of gilded, it's full of gilded promises. And in the end, it wouldn't, uh, you just end up with a garage full of stuff that you just are too embarrassed to sell. As far as Max low positivity or whatever, take that and ship it away. I say we, uh, and I've been on the Mac train for, uh, you know, forever, all right, until today. And until what I saw on that field today, Mac is not the person, ship him off before the trade deadline. I could care less if we get the last pick in the draft, trade the guy. I don't care. Just trade him. Get him out of the way. He's no good. Thank you. Mike and Maine, obviously you had some time while you were on hold, and we appreciate you calling and waiting patiently to have your voice heard. That's a joke you would have made. What's that? The Amway joke? Oh, that was a deep pull. That was excellent. Usually, you know, Joe, whenever I talk about the way Bill Belichick constructs the roster, does his shopping, etc., I've gone to the Wayback reference. If you grew up on the South Shore, you know what the bargain center was. I've even made some Building 19 references. Oh, yeah. Now I talk about Bill Belichick shopping, uh, you know, usually on the discount rack in the back of the grocery store, where sometimes, Andy, you can find perfectly good bread or some products other people weren't interested in. Oh, yeah. But never, ever do they make impulse purchases at the front of the store or in the checkout aisle. And I know you have to pay a premium for them, but sometimes, damn it, you just want those chocolate-covered pretzels, and I don't care how expensive they were. Or wrap snacks. You'll have to go back and listen to the Rich Keith podcast, find out what wrap snacks are. Because also, what uh, what is Amway? I'm not familiar. It ra- isn't wrap snacks the guy? That's the one on the NFL Network that you like so much, right? No, that was crap sheet. Oh, crap sheet. Amway. So, Andy, Amway was basically like, um, Amway is, uh, you know, like the, uh, they made, you would sign up to be a sales rep for them, and they made generic versions of products you would use in your home. So instead oh. of paying for like a- Multi-level Cuisinart, marketing 
KitchenAid, you would like Parents. you'd be a product rep for uh, Amway versions of these plates, this Tupperware, these household uh, utility items, these you know machines, etc. Look it up in the next break anyway. You'll figure it out. But that was a was deep it, when pull was it frame. big? Uh, a long time ago, like the seven. <laughs> I want to say the sixties and seventies. It was a deep pull. We have a veteran listenership here at the uh, here at the. Uh, that's okay. We take Boston all sports. listeners, all comers. We if do. you're mad we right now, them. if you can find happiness, we would really love your phone call. If you can tell me something that I should be like giddy about, that would be mm-hmm. a uh, talk about a deep pull. That I'll give you one. What? Now you can stop worrying about. Now you can stop thinking about the playoffs. So you can just sort of appreciate the season for what it is and well, what's to come. If you want to joke along those lines, and this seriously happened, people will be like, "Yeah, it never happened." Um, during the game, my wife's planning a little trip with a friend. And she oh. was looking at uh, Super Bowl week was available and like cheaper wherever they're going. <laughs> and she goes, like... will you be home for the Super Bowl or will you be traveling? I was like, I- I'm pretty sure I'll be home. I don't think I'll have any uh, Patriots uh, issues. <laughs> I would have I would have immediately said to my wife, I would have been like, now's not the time to start workshopping material on me. OK, <laughs> it was so good because she said it was such a, a With conviction. Nature. But she yeah. knows where you used to be and what what the team used to be like. Yep. Well, guess what? They ain't it's that team all anymore. over. All right, let's see. Who's next? Scott's in Rhode Island. How are you, Scott? How you doing, guys? What up? Uh, I just want to put this game in proper perspective. I know I was saying all week, last week was a fluke, and it was. And there's a simple act. This team is trash, and that quarterback needs to go. He sucks. Period. <laughs> okay, right, that was then. a good, uh, concise uh, yep. evaluation of the Patriots. This is a trash football team, and the quarterback sucks. I... Um, Trash has always bothered me. I'll be honest. It's a kid word. It's a new yeah. age kids, you know, social media word. But and it's is... also like an '80s word. They, like it was big in the '80s, and then it like disappeared for a while. And now it's I think it's come disrespectful, and mm-hmm. I think that's why it bothers me. But this is a bad football team. They are lacking in talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, their execution is questionable at times. Their actually a lot of the time, their effort is actually questionable at times for a lot of these guys. Uh, so maybe trash is close to being accurate. And then as far as the quarterback. He doesn't suck, but he's not good. Mm-hmm. He is what you what was the word you used for the team earlier? Mid? Mid. He he's a borderline mid quarterback, but mid isn't good enough because this was the mirror image game and the, the fraud game, whatever you wanted to call it. We mm-hmm. got to see that Tua lives a pretty good life when he throws the ball to J and not only when he hits plays to them, but the Jalen Waddle touchdown you ended with was an mm-hmm. example of people were so freaked out that Tyreek Hill ran in motion. They just decided not to cover the other elite receiver on the field. And is there anybody on the Patriots where the defense goes, oh, my God, Farrell Brown went in motion. Everybody look at Farrell Brown. No, nobody is scared of anybody. Ty Law has said it for two years. Nobody's scared of anybody. And maybe the scariest guy is your rookie six-round receiver who's still trying to find his way and figure it out. And they're just they're not trash, but they're not very talented. Yeah, we've been saying that we've been saying that for the longest time. That they're just like, how, how many years now, actually, have we been going on harping on the fact that there is not a player on this team that anybody, including uh, opposing safeties, cornerbacks, defensive coordinators, and more, lose sleep game planning for? You got nobody. Yeah, I mean, there's... No, there's nobody. Farrell there Brown, really, in all seriousness, has become one of their be better the players. Other... <laughs> I mean, he had a 24-yard catch, yep. right? Mm-hmm. I mean... He he keeps doing that a little bit. Sooner or later, the other team's going to be like, I know he's the third tight end, but can we cover that guy? He's big, and he catches it, and he runs. I call bull. Whoa. <laughs> you know what, Ty? I'm kind of with you on this one. I, I Again, oh, and by the way, what a great week for Will Levis, 
who the Patriots were tied to. Remember on draft night, Andy, we thought we were going to have to go to air with the possible trade and that Mike Giardi had told us, or at least he had tweeted out, that the Levis buzz was building. I had yeah. heard from some people attached to yeah. Rich Eisen or something maybe that um, you know that there was a legitimate like Will Levis to the Patriots thing going on. Connecticut's own Will Levis could be making his way to Foxborough, and did people want the guy that eats bananas with the peels on and puts mayo in his coffee and but what about Mac? Doesn't he deserve a second chance because they blew it all up last year with that stupid Patricia offense, blah, blah, blah. Well, he had himself a nice little day at the old ballpark getting his first start today for the Tennessee Titans wearing those sweet, sweet, sweet Houston Oilers throwbacks. And you know who caught his first two touchdowns, Andy? I'm going to guess DeAndre Hopkins, who was ah, also good. tied to the Patriots. Get this guy a prize. Wait, oh. he didn't have two, Fitzy. He had three. Oh, Jesus. Oh, he God. He did? We get guys like that. Oh, Siri, I, you know what? Ring the low bell alarm, please. You know what, actually? I'm going to go. All right, here's what we're going to do. I see there's a bunch of calls still lined up. I'm going to get to Kristen. I'm going to get to Wayne next. I'm going to get to Tim. going to get to Joe. going to get to all you guys. First, I'm going to run into the bathroom real quick, throw up, and then I'll come back. Three touchdowns for Hopkins? Are you kidding? He's not kidding. That's a real statistic, Fitzy. And by the way, Andy, there's a texture that does agree with you about your trash comment because calling this stream trash is disrespectful to trash. Oh, wow. Wow. The maggots are already eating them. <laughs> to a tongue of Iloa on the there's day, by the way, Andy. On this station. <laughs> 30 of 45, 324 yards, three touchdowns, one pick. Patriots give up over 400 yards total offense on the day. But other than that, great game guys 617-779-7937 there's your phone number if you want to jump in to the pool come on in the water's nice and cold and it's full of snakes here on the six rings post game show but first let's try and catch you up on everything else with joe braverman let tend dental make your dream smile a reality we offer a variety of top rated treatments including invisalign aligners and for a limited time tend is offering 750 dollars off orthodontic treatments Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Six Rings postgame show rolls on. It's about 5.30 on a, well, now officially dreary Sunday. I'm not sure exactly what the weather's like where you are. It's been gray and rainy in my neck of the woods, neck of the way. What brings you here for the better part of the day? But the dismal nature to the Patriots' effort from, well, Mac Jones's interception on 
the grim reality setting in that the Patriots are not nearly as good as we thought they were and that they cannot overcome their mistakes really kind of just uh, putting the cap on this one, Andy, and it's uh, just a bummer because nothing really screws the day over quite like watching the Patriots beat themselves, not be able to overcome bad refs, and just get owned by the Dolphins again. I cannot believe Tua Tungavailoa has now run his record to 6-0 and against Bill Belichick. That's that's like that's unbelievable. Like that's a, is, a, you know is there first, any quarterback? Right? Yeah, you're you're a bit of a uh, a Google a a vault of knowledge, a maester of uh, Foxborough factoids like I am. Has there ever been a quarterback that has had anything resembling that kind of success? Even Eli Manning was not. Well, obviously, he was very successful on the biggest stage, but didn't Who have that the kind first of record guy to win six games against Bill. No other quarterbacks ever won six games. Not never mind be six and zero oh against him. He's the first six-win starting quarterback. There were there was a few fives. Peyton Manning and Josh Allen is still there. Hold the phone. He might get to six later this year. Um, but Tua crap. is the first six-win quarterback, and he's 6-0. and oh. And no, I never thought a guy like Tua would be the one doing it um, because I still don't think he's great. I, I watch him play, and I'm, he's fine. He's I, I think he's barely above mid, and what lifts him above mid is the people and the coaches around him, the playmakers and the coaching and the scheme around him. Andy, would you put him in like the Mac category of all they tell him to do is like just manage the game and don't yeah. suck? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean that's who he is, and he that is would accurate be Mac's though, upside. Andy. Quick release. He was. You heard the stat on TV today. Was he accurate uh, with when that he threw banged it up and up hit up. Duggar between the two and the three? Oh no, he got duped on that one. I mean, duped by what? Duggar just stood there and caught the ball. He did, but I think he misread the coverage. So he he bought into well, something. The you're not supposed to if you're game. just a game manager who's accurate. You're supposed to know what the effing coverage is. He hit Duggar between the two and the three. Couldn't have been an easier Oh, I know. Wouldn't you like, love to have? Again, I, I know we can't see this, and that's what sucks about it, and we'd have to just like see it in the metaverse or have a sim run for us by some other sort of fancy artificial artificial intelligence. But wouldn't you just love? Wouldn't you just love to see what Tua would do with the talent surrounding Mac Jones in New England and vice versa. Wouldn't you just love to see that if but just for a game or two? Yeah, Tua wouldn't be playing very long in my expectation because of his <laughs> previous injuries. Like today he ran a little bit, he took a hit, he got sacked one. He took a few hits mm -hmm. today that I think every time you're a Dolphins fan, you have to look at it like, is he getting up? Is he does he look like he got his bell rung? Are we gonna lose our quarterback here? Because that's what derails this team. You know, you get Jalen yep. Ramsey back. Suddenly, Bradley Chubb is the Bradley Chubb I think people expected. He's getting to the quarterback with some skill, some effort. I think he's got four or five sacks the last couple of weeks here. They are kind of rounding into form. Mostert's back. The offensive line is an issue, but if you get some of that patched together, the thing that derails them is is Tua. That is That is the question with this team. Can the quarterback stay healthy for the entire season? Andy, I'm going to throw you a question I would like for you to ponder, stir about, mill over, etc., mull, whatever, you know, whatever fancy verb of choice for just think about it and then prepare an answer for the other side of the call. Who looks worse today after the game? Two people in particular who had some very nice shine on them after last week's win at home against the Bills. Who would you say fell further in your power rankings Bill Belichick or Mac Jones? Think about that for just a second as we go back to the phones. And please feel free to weigh in that as well when we call your name and bring you into the postgame show. Wayno and Southie. Wayno. What's up, my brothers? Listen, it's over. It's done. We, it's done. All right? But it doesn't mean it's a – They it. can still play, but let me get these three points off. Number yep. one, okay? One. 
time the of death. The guy Tua gets rid of the ball, 1.6. Do you know what Mac Rowdy is getting? Four what? to five seconds. Sometimes six to seven. He holds the ball way too long. How did he do it in the first inning? Because they weren't coming up on press on him. So he was getting rid of it quick. But when you put him in the other thing, he always crumbles. And what about the helmet to helmet? Again, the refs, I hate the refs. I'm going to say it loud and clear. I hate you, refs. You understand? You have the easiest job in the world because you lie and you probably get paid under the table. Who knows? But anyways, uh, we could have won that game if Matt just stepped up and threw the ball, like I said, a lot quicker. All right, But he wasn't doing that. Number two. No, I said, yeah, get Tyreek and, you know, shut him down. No, he was all nine catches, two touchdowns. That don't look like you're going down, man, baby. And number three, the excuses coming out. Well, Mac, you know, I, I couldn't get it down there today, you know, but we'll be back next week. Don't you worry about it. We'll be back. I'm tired of that bull crap. You're not going. Get going and get a new guy in here. Is you're talking about Mac or this? Bill? You're talking about Mac or Bill you want gone? Or both? I, I said, who do you think I just said? Well, I think if you're going to say... He's mad about Mac Jones, Andy. For what, repeating himself? Mac Jones. Mac Jones got to go. They got to get rid of him. Tell what him about hey, Bill? But, uh, Belichick's a master at this. He'll tell you, yeah, don't worry about the kid. Yeah, we're going to... And then on the day, I'll be like, oh, we cut you. You're, you're going over here now. We, we went and got a new guy. Because that's what's coming. That's what's mm-hmm. coming. So... And I said, keep playing the games. You know what I mean? You never know what could happen. They ain't going to, but they definitely ain't going to no Super Bowl or, or playoffs. So no. enjoy it. I'm enjoying it all I can, and I love my brothers. Well, okay. we appreciate you very much, Wayno. Uh, one thing is for certain: whenever you dial in, and if we get a chance to talk to you here on Six Rings or whenever Andy and I are on the dial here at WEI, you will always represent with your truest passion. You lead with your fan sleeve first, and we appreciate that about you very much. And look, I hate it, you, Ralph. <laughs> I agree with that. Probably, I, I, I agree with that, too. You, you I hate are, all you're refs. the one who you always say all refs are bad, and now they're even like they were terrible today. Now, they all aren't refs, the, all sports, all levels are bad. It is they what it aren't is. aren't the only reason the Patriots lost today. Please, no. if anyone is saying that's the main reason, the only reason. I, I would disagree with that. Uh, did they contribute to the Patriots' defeat today? Did they make it more difficult for them? Did they blow a couple of calls? Yes. Even on the broadcast, they called the uh, J.C. Jackson holding uh, or pass interference on Tyreek Hill. They said it was soft. They said it was ticky-tack. They said well, it was too oh, close to call. You know who said it was soft? Archuleta. And what, what is he? A safety. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, It's just I'm like just, when I'm, Dan Orlovsky makes every excuse for Mac Jones. You got to understand. Where he's in the club. I think biased. also, Andy, you said on Twitter. Remember the illegal man downfield and where they threw the flag and then they picked it up. What That's that exactly what ha- that exactly what happened uh, last yes. week on the game winning drive. Well, I actually got to look into this. I always thought the rule was if the ball is thrown behind the line of scrimmage, the guy can be downfield. If it's a screen pass, if the ball is thrown behind the line of scrimmage, that he can be downfield. I need to check on that. What the distance is and how that all works. But that was weird. But it was the exact same thing that happened last week, where they come together and then they decide it's no flag, which I hate. I'm always a, I'm always if with you throw Bill, the flag, then mean it, or don't throw it. Correct. Just put let him play or don't let him play. Him. Like there's the weirdness. Then I get to see the dude flex and show all his veins every time he comes to the the screen to announce something. I hate refs. You're, but, I hate you, refs. 
and two days in a row. I mean, Patriots fans are bitching about the hit on Devontae Parker. Um, Sanders is bitching about the hit on his son that got him ejected. We're always going to be bitching about hits and targeting and crowns and no crowns and contact and all of these things. This is all, and, and replay, I continue to say, is part of it. Replay ruins sports. We see things. I'd rather just see it bang, bang, live, yep. and you have to make a call and move on. Live with it. Fans will live with it. Refs will. But then you slow it down, and you're like, oh, oh, I do think, oh, the crown of his helmet did barely touch the face mask. So throw the flag, throw him well, out, eject him. I hate let it. Let me ask you this, all. Andy. Would you rather have replay on everything or replay on nothing? Nothing. I've advocated for it for years. I think replay has ruined all of sports. It was intended to fix egregious errors, and it is frame by frame ruined sports, ruined the feeling, ruined the energy, ruined the arguments. It you have to wait. Oh, are they going to review it? Oh, is there a backside anything? Oh, they're going to. Uh, nope, I don't want replay. It ruins sports. You have the human error anyway. We've seen that. There is still human error with replay. So let's just go back to the old days when it was actual human error that was part of the game. Six rings carries on with our next caller here, Tim in Hanover. Hi, Tim. Guys, I always love listening to both you guys on your show. Thank I just you, want to say, the average Pat fan was that guy that just spoke. I hate to say it, mm-hmm. but you know what? We all knew going into this game, they they shouldn't win. They won last week, and all of a sudden they got them going to maybe going to playoffs and stuff. Get real. I mean, come on. We've asked for help for the last three years. Got no help. Matt played a decent game, I thought, and this team played a decent game. For what they're doing, they only have so much on personnel. They can keep it, but after a while, the good elite guys are going to run your team down. And that's what we're watching, and that's what's going to happen for the rest of the year. So they're only fooling themselves if they think that we're going to win something. Let's get the player personnel in here. Let's do what we got to do. And I'm the guy that talked about one of the guys about the 50-year option. Mm-hmm. they got to take them because they can't take a whole brand-new team to be competitive. They got to get those other parts and pieces to make it workable. And if they don't, if Mac doesn't do it next year, then he's gone. I like Mac, but you know what? Let's move on. The thing is, Mac threw that one backside shot, shot uh, field pass. He should have, he should have hummed it. Obviously, he made a bad mistake, and the coaches should be telling him, Mac, throw the damn ball. If you if you can't get it there in time, then we got no chance. But they got to catch the ball, and then maybe we'll be competitive when we can win. You guys are the best. Thank you. Tim, Tim thank you for tuning in. We appreciate it. You nailed we that part. Yeah. Oh, the best. I thought it was a tremendous call all the way through, oh. but he, you know what he did? He stuck the landing. But the one thing I need to um, be critical of a little bit here. Okay. So he said he wants to pick up the fifth-year option, but if Max stinks next year, he's done. That, that, that's, that's that doesn't work. You have to pick up the fifth-year option before what will be his fourth season, and then you're kind of stuck with him. Because it's going to be like a twenty something. Yeah, it, it, it's by May first, I believe, or May seventh. Mm-hmm. Right, the first week of May is when they will have to decide this coming twenty twenty four whether to pick up the twenty twenty five fifth year option for Mac Jones at some number. I don't. I'd have to look. Maybe Miguel could tweet it out or something. That's going to be like north of twenty five million dollars, thirty million dollars. I, I don't even know exactly what it's going to be. Here it is, right here. The deadline for teams to exercise twenty twenty four fifth year options May second. Okay, May 2nd, and if you could do a little Googling more, Joe, and find out, it, just find out what last year's quarterback fifth-year option was. I think they guesstimated it, Andy. If I may jump in, gentle friends, uh, I think they guesstimated it at around $25 million, 
Yeah, I think it's north of 25. My guess is it may go further than that with some of the new contracts and quarterbacks. Oh, of course. So oh, yeah. You want Freaking... Mac Jones at, let's just say, $30 million. You want Mac Jones 2025 at $30 million? Uh, no. Hello? Is this thing no. on? <laughs> Did I lose not you, really? Fitzgerald? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> it seems like an awful lot of money. Uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think uh, I don't think that's really what I'm into. Thank you. Uh, God, I can't. Yeah, no, I got it right here, Andy. Like... Fifth year option salaries for players selected to one Pro Bowl. Keep that in mind. Mac is a Pro Bowler. Twenty nine and a half million. I told you. I thought it was right around twenty nine and a half. Murgatroyd, holy Moses, great Zeus's beard. Jeez. Oh, so you want to do that? Nah, I at this point now, do I? No. No. I, I mean, I, I, I don't want no part let, of that. So then he's going to turn into a four-year quarterback. Are they even going to are they going to hold are they going to bring him back? Oh, God, all these same questions that we thought we had laid to rest or we had at least kicked down the road or didn't have to worry about now have all come back into the play. Yeah, because you're Jeez. two and six. And you know who's really sitting pretty is the, and I know we don't go too far into the gambling world. We have our friends over at FanDuel. Um, but the the people that are middling, they took the under on the seven and a half win total. And then when it fell to four and a half, they took the over. I think mm-hmm. those people are sitting pretty because I think there's a good chance you Now, the under may still be in play for four and a half, but mm-hmm. I think you're sitting pretty if you hold both those tickets. You could have a really nice cash. That could be the way a Patriots fan feels better. Your your team stinks and you lose the season, but hey, I did win a couple bets. Uh, by the way, I took the double L because if you listen to the Six Rings and Football Things podcast, every Thursday we do our FanDuel Sportsbook Bet of the Week. FanDuel, of course, the official sportsbook of WEI. Make every moment more. FanDuel.com slash Six Rings if you get a chance. I said Patriots over 17 and a half points and they would cover the nine and a half point spread. They did you did see not. mine? You got the dub on Miami covering nine and a half. Yeah. And what and was your two of that lefty loser missed a wide open throw on his first throw of the game? The oh, little guy right. in the flat. So you went you split and I went Ofa. That's why I hate Tua. He's not that good. Yeah, you hate Tua and I hate going Ofa. Uh, back to the phones we go, Andy. Uh, just letting everyone know, a little update here in the program. Christian Fourier will join us in the next segment, so probably around 5.45-ish or so. You're going to want to tune in. Christian will give us his full breakdown, nice little 10-minute segment with Fourier telling us exactly what he saw, where we're going next. But back to the phones we go. She was at Linwood Cafe, probably picking herself up a nice little Sunday Ooh. night feelings pie. Now yeah. she's in the car. Hello, Kristen. Hey, I picked up on that. So I, I, when I first called, I was ready to tell you guys off for your negative energy, your whining, your Boston fan syndrome. But, but after listening to you, I, you know, my teacherhood came back, my motherhood, my decency. And I, I'd rather give you another lesson, okay? So we've got Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, and they're the magic pair, and they made it happen. But you know what? It was all about energy. One of you just used the word energy with a caller, and that's the problem. So Max throws an interception. It's awful. But but instead of picking yourself up, shaking it off, going forward, you spent the rest of the program going back to that. Oh no! Oh, it's so whiny. It's so it's disgraceful. Just shut up. I had three babies without an intervener, and you know what? Almost threw me out of control with my only baby that I I almost took drugs with some bitch in the other room screaming all that. It's like shut up, it hurts. Get over it. Have a baby. And you guys do the same thing. 
And when you whine and whine and whine, you take away the energy, and the whole fan base feels it and does it, and it affects the playing. I swear it's true. And don't laugh. Go see 80 for Brady. It's a great movie. It's about energy. Brady got it. Belichick gets it. He just hates Boston fans. And I'm from Boston. And I can see why. We don't deserve good quality teams. Because the minute they stumble or stub their toe, everyone's screaming and wringing their hands. And just shut up. Be stoic. Take it. Take the good with the bad. Be loyal. Hold on. Well, we are hold loyal, on. but uh, holy, holy, wait, is Kristen, are you, did somebody pay, did someone pay her to call in with that script? I don't mean to be disrespectful to, I don't take umbrage at any one in particular caller. You can call in and say whatever you want about me, about Andy, about the show. First of all, you can kick rocks if you're going to try to lump me in with the negative tone and tenor of radio in this town in a lot of different places with particular hosts and with particular shows. So I will take, I will disagree with that. And I do take, dare I say, borderline umbrage with that crap. Number two. It's a two-way sports talk rate. Oh, we should just take everything. Everything should be hunky-dory. It's fine. It's okay. Appreciate what you had. We're talking about today's football game. I am described by people that I work with when I coach soccer, baseball, flag football, etc. as dad lasso. Why? Because everything I try to do is positive. People at this radio station have busted my balls and trolled me for years about being so fan-centric by being too positive. Blah, blah, blah. It was a stupid, lousy throw by Mac Jones. The team, was, the team unfortunately, never really recovered from it, even though they had a couple of other really good drives. What in the world was that call about? Are you And what the hell does her having a couple of kids and some screaming woman in another room have to do with today's football game as well? You want to say that call triggered me or pissed me off or agitated me? It was infuriating. Don't call, if you want to call into the show, feel free to call in and have an honest discussion about the game that you saw and the future of the football team that we all have dedicated ourselves to, that we work in and around and care so much about. But if you're going to call in and say that it's the good ship lollipop and we should just take everything on the chin and cheer for it no matter what, I am all about supporting the people I care about, the things that I'm passionate about, and especially me, mine, my friends, and my family. But that was officially, in my estimation, the stupidest phone call this particular post-game show, if not this radio station, has ever taken. Did I make my feelings clear enough, Andy? You did, and uh, I really enjoyed your rant and your response because God, I agree with, that was I agree so with, stupid. I agree with ninety-nine percent of what you said. I, I don't. What does she want us to talk about? They're two and six, and they're not playing good football. Are we just supposed to say? Did you, you miss know they last really week's show, Kristen? That was yeah. at the pizza parlor and is now in the car where we lauded them for their effort and the, and the completionist effort that they put forth and the fact that they were not they were able to not make mistakes? It's pretty I, the, simple. The coaching was bad. The referees were terrible. Oh, you guys just whine. And the energy you put forth with your negativity affects the team. Oh, my God. Put that into a, a, a freaking space bazooka and blow it and your stupid call out into the sun. Fire it into the space. Into, uh, get it out of here. God. Did she say she was a teacher? Uh, she might be, sure. Yeah. I think that's a, a problem for our uh, society. Yeah. It's that mentality that's not holding anybody to any standards, expectations. Holy not, not participation trophy achieve. attitude, yep. Batman. That's what I took from that. And I again, I thought I heard her say she's a teacher. I did enjoy the baby story, actually, because it made me think of my football coach who used to say, 
don't tell me about the pain, just show me the baby. And she was pissed off that the woman <laughs> down the hall was bitching about the pain. Oh, uh, I enjoyed that part. And she's entitled to her opinion. I would just ask her, you want us to blow smoke up your ass? Like, they're not playing well. They're not a good football team. No. Their coach can't even talk about them. Their coach could not get away from the podium fast enough because his mother probably taught him, if you don't have anything good to say, get the hell out of there like Brady's did a couple times. And these guys struggle with that. But I would argue the energy of Tom Brady had nothing to do with it. You know what had to do with it? The execution. The dude could play. The people around him could play. Right now, Mac and the people around him can't play very well. And we are having the audacity to acknowledge it. I'm sorry. It, like We're not for you. That's fine. I'm glad you listened tonight when you're picking up your pizza. We're not for you because we're objective and we, we state facts and we re- react honestly to the facts of a game in a contest and we hold people to standards unlike you. And we're not just, I think the worst fans in the world are the ones that will show up year after year to whatever team they root for and not ask them to get better, not try to hold them to a standard, not ask them to bring them return on investment. I think fans are bad when you do that. If you just continue to buy season tickets when the team loses year after year, hold your team to expectations and standards just like you should hold your students. I'm I'm just, honestly, I was floored by that call. I was like, I. But it was a good call. I like passionate calls that trigger responses. And she did that. Especially in you. You don't rant like that. That's more my Fitz, you're getting a lot of compliments on the text line for that. Yeah, because he doesn't react that way very often, and he's 100% right. She called him out, and he doesn't deserve it. No, it was 100 Thank you, Andy. I appreciate that very much. And I don't Uh, defend you often, but you were You sure don't. I know. So if this must really be... Talk about a screwdriver to the gut for you. This... (laughs) I don't, yeah, weird. I don't like where she made me go. She made me defend you, and you know I hate doing that. Talk about choking down a bucket full of rusty razor blades for you. I I, I, I do appreciate that, and I don't feel like I'm wrong. And when I when like I've just reached a point in my life in working on this radio station and this show in my Pat's fandom, etc. I still support them. I'm thoroughly. I'm not going to even sit here and defend myself or my cause or anything one step more. But that was garbage. And if you want to accuse me of anything, your jokes suck. Eh. Yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Don't jump on that wagon, Hart. That's not your opportunity. <laughs> oh, you, you told can, me to. You can eat I it. had the you rim can... shot ready. I know. Uh, all, all, anything, that's fine. But to say that we're part of the problem here on this particular show, I'm part of the problem, get lost. 617-779-7937. There's your phone number. The, the most wicked show in town with the most negative two people in the world that have ruined the entirety of your Foxborough football experience will return in just a couple of minutes with Christian Fourier, who's going to try to blow cupcakes, rainbows, and sunshine up everyone's ass. This is Six Rings on EEI. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast yes we used to rule the world but it ain't like that anymore but don't point that out because some callers might get upset the parts of the problem that you weren't prepared for. Fitzy and Hart here on the Six Rings postgame show on WEI following the Patriots' disappointing 31-17 loss in their house of horrors. Miami Gardens, the Hard Rock Stadium, this now runs their record, Andy, to 17-42 and on the road in Miami. Woe be the Pats once again. Joining us right now on the Harbor One Hotline to discuss today's game, provide his analysis, and just try to help us understand how things could fall apart so quickly is the one and only from Grecian Fourier, the one and only Christian Fourier. Christian, I apologize. I don't usually like to bring you in on the heels of me getting so big mad, but I just couldn't help it. Um, yeah, hey, boys. Um, it's funny. I was thinking about it, and I, and I was just doing the, the, the post-game show with Dan Roach. And I think, like, making sense of it, I think is like, you know, my acceptance, like the whole stages of grief. I'm there officially again for the third time this year. Is they're just, they're not nearly as good in all three phases than the Dolphins. Like that is a weight class you should not be in. This is a division that you have no business being in. They're better than you. Like they're better. They're, 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 their coordinator is better. Their, their, their offensive weapons are better. Their defense is better. Their defensive philosophy. Every, they're better at everything. Yeah. And I will, and, and 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 I feel like that's just the way it is. Like you, you that's a class that if you're going to beat them, you have to do everything perfect. And and if you throw one interception or if you miss this block or miss a tackle, you're going to lose. And before everyone jumps ugly on Mac Jones, which I know they're in the starting blocks, getting ready to, and he deserves some of the blame as mm-hmm. always. Mm-hmm. Let's throw some shade at the defense, please. Mm-hmm. Two touchdowns, fourteen points. Directly related to poor defense. Tyreek Hill running scot-free up the middle, uh, down the sideline, up the numbers for a touchdown. And then Jalen Waddell completely uncovered on a drive that you needed to stop them. So I guess for me, it's just the understanding that like you are not nearly as talented 
or as good as the Miami Dolphins. You won't ever beat the elite teams. Once in a, once in a while, you'll beat a Buffalo, but you'll but you'll live with the with with the scraps of the Washingtons and the other crappy teams in your division. Christian, I think it's a great point, especially on the day when uh, high school playoff matchups were announced in Massachusetts. And you think about it that way: like a D six team can win a state title against other D6 teams. They can't against D1 teams. They can't hang. And that's where the Patriots are right now. If this were high school football, they'd be in a lower division, and maybe they could compete with the talent they yeah. have. But I, I thought this was a glaring example. You know, I'd heard for so long about how the Patriots are so good against number one receivers, and they don't let anybody beat you. And I just watched athletically Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. And the worst part is you know they're going to beat you physically. They beat you mentally. You had no idea what you were doing. Hill goes in motion, so you forget to cover Waddle. Is that so? It's talent, but it's also coaching. And the other one where Hill had the forty-two yard touchdown, I don't know what they were. JC or uh, Marte Mapu were thinking on that. Neither of them did anything of really any value to prevent him from doing that. So they're having coaching issues on top of, in my opinion, the talent issue. But let's get back to Mac for a minute. Where is Mac right now? Where is Mac? Because I thought that was a hellaciously bad throw on the pick. I told Fitzy I would have told him, throw the effing ball. He, like, aimed it like a little kid who was afraid to get it picked, and by doing so, got it picked. I will tell you what that is. This is what I, this is what, this is called cheating the play. And you know what it usually happens? It always happens in practice, Andy. I want a play to make it into the rotation of a game. I tell... I tell the um, I tell the the defensive back or I tell the the DB I'm like, hey, cheat it, overreact so I can get it so it looks like it's going to work, and then the quarterback is just conditioned to throw it. He sees the same thing and he throws it ahead of time, just assuming that Jalen Waddle is uh, I mean that uh, Jalen Ramsey is just going to you know just allow it to happen. He doesn't. He recognizes right recognizes that the other receiver wasn't a threat that was doing like the post. So he bails off of it, and he makes the pick. It was almost like Mac predetermined he was going to throw it before the ball was even snapped. Yep. That's a rookie, stupid rookie decision, No, and not understanding that these guys are so good at understanding situations, uh, route structure, situations, circumstances, and Ramsey – he just bails on it because he's like, what do I need to chase that route for? I have two safeties back there. They're going to do my job for me. Let me let me hang back and see what they're trying to grab us, try to get us on something. And he does, and it's an easy pick. And they're lucky they didn't run it back for a touchdown. Christian Fourier from the Gresham Fourier program, of course, joins us like he does each and every Patriots postgame show here on Six Rings on WEI via the Harbor One hotline. Yeah, Christian, I – See, I, I wrestle with my criticisms of the defense because I just sort of feel like they get their first of all, that, that was the side of the ball that was more injured, and, of course, it, got con, it continued to get more injured today. When they lost Bentley, I feel like a lot of the middle of the field really loosened up and got even easier for Miami to gash and attack with passes, short passes, different routes, and, of course, the running game. But in addition to the attrition via the injuries as well, when the offense isn't able to hold on to the ball very long and keep them off the field, A, that's a problem. And B, of course, you've said many times before what it's like playing down there. You start sweating. You dehydrate more. You're never prepared for it, even though you think you're prepared and you've done it time and time again down there. Uh, and they're just like they're having to carry the load on this team. Like I, I'm still not at a point where I feel comfortable 
being super critical of the defense. Now, this was a disappointing performance in the second half from them, for sure, because just when they needed, the, when they, when they needed to get a stop and they needed to get the ball back why to Matt, would you, why wouldn't you be critical of the defense? Like, no, you can be. No, no, you more, can be. Yeah, I'm just. I know, but why would you not be critical of them? That those were some boneheaded, stupid, bottom of the barrel plays that gave up 14 points that easily could have made the difference in the game. Oh, I, I earlier, I Christian, say, I was I very critical of the defense of the defense only. I was very critical of probably is what ended up getting me that call from that lady on the way from the pizza shop. I was extremely critical of Devon Godshow. I have no idea what he does on the team. I'm told he's one of the best defensive tackles in football. I tend to disagree, and I don't think I live by myself on that particular takes island. J.C. Jackson, pretty bad at times today. Pretty, pretty, pretty bad. It kind of makes you think that maybe another team gave up on him for a reason. I, I don't think there was anyone, save for maybe Peppers earlier, who acquitted themselves so very well on defense today, Christian. Who 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 had a good game overall, period? Could you even see through the morass and Duggar. the muck to see? Duggar. Yeah, Doug, you're right, Duggar. Excuse me. Yes, he did. He had a great game. Right in time for a con- right in time for but, contract talk or a trade. Yeah, it, it, but but isn't this ultimately the issue, guys? And I've said it for a while now, like going back like three or four weeks, just talking to some other GMs and other coaches, just to try to like I wanted to validate what I was really thinking, and I didn't want to see ghosts, and I didn't want to get emotionally connected or battle someone about Mac unless I was like if I saw it clearly. In reality, the reality is it's a personnel issue. It's what it's always been. Even when everybody was healthy, it's a personnel issue. Your personnel is not as good as theirs. They have better talent. They have better defensive players. And forget about the scheme, but they're just loaded. And now think about this. Like you're hurt and you're already hurt at the, uh, at the receiver position. Uh, your number one receiver, who knows what's going to happen to him. I heard he's in a big honking knee brace. Uh, uh, so now Douglas is your number one wide receiver. Defensively, you were already kind of banged up and hurt, and now it's, it, it all just catches up with you, I guess, ultimately when I think about it. You can hide it or camouflage it for a while, but in the end, like, it'll catch up with you. It, unless you're perfect, unless you, you never jump off sides, like, it, you, you know, you never have any interceptions and you never have any penalties. Otherwise, the bad teams always show their true colors eventually, especially against a good team. So, Christian, where does it go from here? Because you're yeah. two and six. I mean, you've been in some bad locker rooms. You've been in good locker rooms. They still have some leadership. You know, I saw Matthew Slater admitted this is going to be tough. Like, there, there's a lot of football left to be played that could go in an ugly direction, even with some games against winnable teams. Like, you know, you have the Giants, the Commanders, the Colts coming, but. If you don't get your mind right and you're making mistakes and you're not playing professional football, you could easily lose to all those teams, too. Absolutely. What makes any of us think that suddenly we're better than the Washington Commanders or we're better than the Indianapolis Colts? What, based on what, let me believe that I'm so arrogant, I'm a Patriot fan, I'm a Patriot player, oh, we'll walk over the Colts. I don't know that. You barely beat the Jets. What makes us? What makes anyone think that any of those are gimmies? None of them are gimmies. Mm-hmm. It could easily, easily get worse. I would say, like, a betting person would say it is going to get worse. Because what I saw, and I'll ask you guys this, at the end of the game, mm-hmm. I saw true frustration. After Devontae Parker hits the defensive back, 
kind of stands over him for a second. They throw a flag. It was a stupid penalty. I didn't think they should have called it. But all I see is Barmore barking like he's some 15-year vet protecting the honor of his coach or his quarterback. That was a grandstanding look-at-me moment by Christian Barmore. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you he's being called into the principal's office. I guarantee you he will be punished accordingly. Bill, the one thing he needs to do is to make sure that the frustration doesn't kind of parlay its way onto the field. And that's what I saw. And it's familiar to me because you're right, Andy, I've been in a ton of them. And people just start saying, screw it, I ain't listening to this guy anymore. This guy just disrespected me. I'm going to do what I want to do. And Bill has no patience for that at all. So, if anything, it'll be fun just to kind of watch how guys respond, to be honest with you. All right, Christian, last one, because uh, uh, we got to sell some soap and catch up in a few things. But uh, who do you <laughs> think? So, I, I, I stole that from you the second time <laughs> when I heard you say that a while ago. <laughs> Um, you've you've thrown to a commercial so many di- so many different colorful ways in your career. Just to, you're my role model. You're yeah, my hero. You. My best friend. Uh, yeah. So for <laughs> so Christian. So Tuesday's Halloween. I ask you this question: Will the Patriots be dressing up as buyers or sellers? Uh, and who do you think could get moved? I don't think they do anything. Oh, and I'll tell God you why. Sakes, no choice is One. the worst choice. No, no. There, I know, but it's the, it's the reality. It's the real choice. I don't think there's anybody there that is like a problem where they say, oh, we need to get this guy out of the locker room. I don't think they have that. I also don't think they can afford to get rid of anybody who's already on the roster. Because who's going to play? They already have issues at every position. And then who could they add to actually say, okay, let's make a run? You're two, you're two and six. Where are you making a run to? You're not going anywhere. You're trying to the keep packy? your head above water. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just don't know. There's, they're, they're in such a weird spot, man. I'm telling you, it's like, and I heard the song was perfect, and the analogy with the high school teams, Andy, was just what I was thinking too. It just you, you can tell when like one of those high end high school teams comes onto the field, and you look at your team, you're like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> uh, that's not fair. <laughs> right. That's, this is this isn't right. Who scheduled this team? You know, like having fun. Yeah, it's 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 crazy, Christian, because how quickly the narrative can turn, how quickly the the tides and tables spin, turn, change, whatever metaphor you want to go with there, whatever analogy you choose to pursue. But last week here we are like, oh, they won. They finally played a a full, complete and competent game. Uh, Maybe Mac is the guy to keep. Look what he's capable of doing. Wow. Gesicki showed up. Bill's a genius. He was able to corral Josh Allen just enough. And here we are right back to. Does Bill finish the season? Uh, what goes? What happens yep. next year? Is Mac the guy? Do we pick up yep. the fifth-year option? Just like that. It's so quick. It's you're right. It just we're right back to those doom and gloom scenarios, and and just it just it just it's so aggravating. I can't tell you. It's so aggravating. But whatever. This is this is the team. Love them or hate them. You ain't got any. You got the Celtics. Woo-hoo! Let's go Bruins. Seven on one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christian, here you go. Uh, Born, who is impressed, this came from Rap Sheet. He has an MRI tomorrow to evaluate his knee based on the diagnosis. The hope is it's only an MCL injury. Jeez. You're yeah, right. So that's three weeks. Yep. Oh, good. So pop, pop, duck. <laughs> Maybe uh, yeah, just steer into it. Receiver. Welcome to the blank Which show, baby. 
All right, I'm not missing yeah. a moment of All your right, show boy. tomorrow. I, I want. I can't wait to Damn hear it. Gresh try to rationalize this away. Goodbye, for you. Have a great yeah, Sunday how's night. Mac Island. How's Mac Island? Hey, have a great, great night, buddy. Thanks for calling in, dude. That's Christian Fourier joining us from Gresham Fourier. Don't miss them tomorrow, 10 a to 2 p on WEI. He joins us, of course, on the Harbor One Hotline. We went a little long. We got to do some commercials. We'll come back. We'll get to your calls. Hopefully, I won't have to yell at anyone else on the show today. I don't like yelling, but sometimes when people make you feel bad, you have to bring out the loud noises. A lot more show to come, including we need to talk about Andy's thumbs up, thumbs down. The Cars for Kids player of the game and you here at 617-779-7937. This is the Six Rings Post Game Show on WEEI. Hi, Bruins fans. Looking for more coverage of your favorite hockey team? Follow the Skate Pod hosted by Scott McLaughlin, Brian DeFelice, and me, Bridget Prue. Get your Bruins coverage from WEI's team of Bruins writers. We're the people who are at the games and talk to the players every week. For analysis of every Bruins game and exclusive interviews with the players, listen to the Skate Pod on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.